Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Flat Pop episode 11. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so lucky to have Imogen to my right. It's a tremendous pleasure, Tom, as always. I cannot wait to discuss two more music videos with I, you. I know. Just, just quickly, how are you, Imogen? I'm very well. How yeah? are you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm a bit, a bit full of stew. Oh, Tom, basically, listener, um, I've come around to Tom Polly's for dinner and we had the most amazing, delicious slow cooker beef stew with dumplings. I know you say, were there dumplings? Fuck yeah, there were dumplings. It was so good. Dumplings mashed, green beans. I brought the dumplings, ladies and gentlemen. It was it was absolutely ah oh, so delicious. But I'm now full of dinner. And You're very I'm... full of dinner. It's very hard to get drunk. You'll be relieved to hear, but we'll manage it. That's the good thing about dumplings is they absorb. Yeah, they, they soak they, they, they soak up the booze. Might have to do shots. Though there are no shots in these two film, uh, videos, mm. are there? No, not that I noticed. No. Which is remarkable when you consider what they're going for in the first one. So first mm. off, we have Sam Smith and. Kim Petras. That's the one, doing uh, a song called Unholy. And we're also going to be looking at A Girl's Do It Again. It's a very memorable song, isn't it? The song, I have terrible (laughs) short-term memory. Um, I, I, you know, that should not be, that is not indicative of how I feel about the song particularly, or or indeed the the music video. Um, But but first off, we're going to kick off with with Sam Smith et al, aren't we? Yes, Sam Smith and Kim Petras. Kim Petras, that's right. Kim Petras, that's the name. Kim Petras. Okay, so... Petras the Thought. So I'll be honest, the first time I saw this music video, I hated it. Yeah. I, I thought it was okay, so well but but it grew on me, okay, so that's the that's the twist. Okay. I've blown the twist, it's grown on me. Okay. Um so it basically it's a little it's a little short film. It's got pretensions, I'll give it that. Yeah. This music video has some pretensions. So we start off with a couple, a well to do couple. Uh the dude drops his, I guess, wife partner. Uh, off out the door. He apologised to not be able to come with her. Mm-hmm. She then very unconvincingly mimes being cold. Yes, it's the worst. Um, it's the worst I am cold acting. She sort of rubs at the side of her ribs under her it's, it's, armpit. It's, yes, it's just her armpit. Yeah, that's, that's... sort of just cupping her boob. Um, and says that she's cold in that, you know, two yard sprint that she's got between that and the door. And he takes off his coat and gives it to her, gets in the car. And very gallantly. Away. Yes, he does. So gallantly and unnecessarily. And stitching himself right up because what does she find in a pocket of his coat but a condom? Branded with. A branded condom, which is like super 80s and 90s, Well, right? it's, it's branded twice because it's it's obviously they're promoting Durex, the condom manufacturer. Mm-hmm. But also it's branded because it's, it's presumably that's the, where you get them, presumably. Yeah, well, you can pay, you know, you'd pay to have your logo put in a Johnny as a promotional well, why haven't tool. We, why haven't we got flat pop Johnny's Okay, imagine? well, uh, Patreon stretch goals. Okay, right. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so you know, gives. I'm not sure. Next. Getting a condom, which has got the expression "flat pop" on it, <laughs> is necessarily going to be. It's not going to fly off the shelves like hotcakes, are well, they? We give them away, okay. <laughs> also, what I liked about it is it said "regular size" on it, so there's no hollow sexual boast going on. It's a regular size condom. Excellent. Anyway, but it says the body shop. Yeah. We cut to. We don't understand what she's got. She's going to some sort of hotel or managed apartments. Just quickly, actually, I'm interested in your opinion before sure, you carry yeah. on. You only get a, a very quick look at the, the chap dropping his wife off. Mm-hmm. How do you describe him? I, a, a white man. Did he, you know, handsome, for example? Um, yeah. Fine. Did, did, did his appearance suit the role he was playing, if that made sense? Well, he's playing the role of a sort of, um, of a man with a secret sexual double life. Yes. 
So I would say he's playing it very effectively because you he he appears very like waspy and like he's just he's just like a rich white dude. Yeah, because I, I honestly I thought he was the best thing in this. Oh, okay, you like. I just thought he. I, I just thought he, he. I thought he absolutely fulfilled the role perfectly. Mm. He's just the kind of guy that I thought you'd look at and go, "Yeah, I bet you did go off to to clubs." Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah, don't let anyone know who you really are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. He has that slightly like Patrick Batemany um, yes. kind of unpleasant. Like I say, waspy, mm. rich, white, upper, like, New York-y kind of... And that he's got this secret sexual life, which he's ashamed of, so he doesn't share with his partner. Yes. Um, Which, you know, is sad. Anyway, so we cut to him going to the body shop, which, on the face of it, is an auto garage. Yep. Which, I don't know that you'd need to go to that length to make it that convincing. So you're hiding a secret sex dungeon, but you are also doing work on cars at the front. And I just think that's going to waste a lot of your time with a lot of people thinking you really are a garage. Well, I mean, how much money is in sex clubs these days? Maybe they have to do the, 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 the body shop bit just oh, to, you know. that's the bit propping up the um, debauched high-end sex club. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe so. Maybe that's thank the... God, thank God we got that Yamaha in, they say to each other. Thank God we yeah. got that Yamaha in, because oh, yes. without that we wouldn't have made MOTs, it through the week. our bread and butter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, the, no, no, but I, I the queer cabaret. I, I, I liked I, I, again. So far, we aren't anywhere near anything I didn't like. At this point, I like the affectation. I even thought Sam Smith as the grease monkey was amusing, yeah. um, and Kim Petras as yeah, the. So um, they give her like a little look, and then yeah. Kim Petras she comes out from that other thing, and they yeah. watch him go. That's, that's all good fun. Presumably, they then they quick as a fucking flash have to run into the back room and get Kim Petra she's got a bit of time but Sam Smith like they've got to like absolutely no no no, no. I mean I mean, there's quite a lot of grease to I mean mm. of the two I'd say Sam Smith is the least convincing as a <laughs> as a grease monkey so um, so our waspish protagonist our Patrick Bateman walks yeah. through this sort of old fashioned kind of burlesque club and there's a there's a show going on on stage yes there um, is and it's I mean we get it's a I mean, it's fossy is what they're going for. My issue at this point was that I was... Ex- the build-up was... Because I think, mm. I think the... Um, again, the song... Well, it takes ages to kick in. It's yeah, it really does. The chorus, which is awesome. Yes. That first, like, choral chorus. Yes. So good. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, it's Again, that's been an earworm. That's been in my ear. And it sounds like it's got that, that, that thing about... I feel like I've heard that before. Mm. Yeah, so it's got this... It's a very kind of hooky melody it's got like a really like entrancing intriguing absolutely kind of, it's really good they've got that choral sound which hits him with the saying unholy it's got this like choral music sound yeah yeah really, really it sounds good. like like a melody that's been around for ages mm. sam smith has managed to just puck it and mm. it, it, you'd you, you'd you'd think that it was a pre-existing hymn or something almost yeah so we cut to, and there's a very brief, I, I only realised this when I looked it up, that it's got Violet Churchkey and uh, got Mick from RuPaul in there. There's a few shots of them. Uh-huh, yeah, I was aware um, they were drag queens. Mm-hmm. And then we've got this, like, like the showpiece, that I guess the TikTok dance break, which is this Fosse-inspired, which that's the bit that I disliked when the first time I watched it, because I don't want to slag Sam Smith off, but they aren't a good dancer. No. And Fosse requires an incredible precision and articulation and like sharpness to those like weird, ugly, off kilter, articulated movements. And Sam Smith, they just don't have it. Like it's just, they're out of time, they're off the beat. It's just, 
I just really didn't like it. Yeah. And I feel like I'm being mean. No, no, I I, but... I, I agree with you. It's It didn't fit. And it, I didn't think that the dance went far enough. And for me, as in it wasn't accurate enough, it wasn't specific mm. enough. And I think that about the entire setting, actually. I. Mm. If that's the best they can do in terms of a salacious sex dungeon, yeah, I think it's a bit of a poor effort, if I'm honest. I agree. I was expecting something transgressive and unsettling, and what I got was some substandard Chicago. I didn't see anything that I, I wouldn't expect to see pre-Watershed, no. really. And it's not I'm, not... I'm not expecting, you know, fucking or anything, but we've just talked about a Nicki Minaj music video where, you know, there's... There's a lot more going on, and yeah. that I, I, I mean, leaving aside her extremely explicit lyrics, like the wittiness of, like what well, witty that, the funniness, she, the funniness of she, all she of the rams, jokes. She rams her pants into a man's mouth. Yeah, Imogen. it's hilarious. All the man tipping the milk down is like it's just yes. it's funny and it's witty and it's thoughtful. Whereas this is just it's just some sub fossy nonsense. Point where they do the like silence break, which mm. for me feels very reminiscent of the Smooth Criminal video, which is an absolute seminal music video my god it's like it's astounding the dancing in that is amazing so they challenge themselves by holding themselves up incredible high level of danceability which they simply cannot meet no their hat as well their uh sam smith's like a red red devil devil horny hat top Mm. hat looks crap yeah it does (laughs) it looks real bad it doesn't fit with the rest of it it's it's like that it's like something out of a party shop where what you're because what I think that the, the, the melody and the song and it, it's like your husband when you don't what you don't mm. realize is your husband goes off and does the most depraved mm. fucking stuff. He pushes his body, he pushes his pleasure senses to the very limits. Mm. It doesn't matter who. The worst thing is it's not about who it's with. It's just about it's just about depravity, debauchery, mm. and taking himself to places he'd never be able to get to with you. Yeah, and if you, you knew about it, he couldn't look yes, you in the eyes. Yes, this is so intense, shameful, and so disgusting. Like it has yeah. to be high. It's unholy. It's, it's yeah. unholy. It's, yeah, it's this is real bad. And we get through through. We get we get drag queens. We we get they they're a bit of gender play. I suppose yeah. you could call it. It's really it's quite it, gentle. It's, bl- it's, it's 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 firing blanks for me. If I'm honest yeah, with you, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, the, the lyrics are quite male gazy. We don't ever because so it starts off. Mummy don't know. Daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy. So it's like, yeah, this this couple. They don't know, one half doesn't know what the other's doing. Mm-hmm. And no point is that inverted. So there's no point where daddy doesn't know what mummy's doing. It's this very like mask focus. Yes. Daddy's doing this thing. Yeah. He's going, like you say, doing these like absolute sinful acts, these shocking, damnable acts. But what do we see him do? Nothing. Well, the, we get our waspy protagonist. He does a bit of dogging in the car. Yeah-ish. So people sort of dog on him. And then right at the end, he's as if he's been, he's lying there with his clothes ripped, as if with the car, which has some graffiti on it, yeah. as if he's been sort of, there's been this wreckage, as if this whole, this thing has absolutely wrecked him. Again, it's like, I don't, I don't see the spiritual wreckage of this. This looked like a light hand job from somebody in a Basque. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. that yeah. awful. I, I really do think, you know, your wife would probably understand where you're coming from. It's not like, you would never understand the darkness in me. Show me some darkness. Uh, and then the wife from the beginning who's followed him walks down the central aisle of the of the theatre. Now, this really annoys me, and I know I'm nitpicking here. Go on. She's wearing a white polo neck, because when she puts that coat on yep. at the beginning, she obviously has some clothes underneath it. Yes. And she walks down the central aisle. She's wearing his uh, trench coat, 
with her high necked white clothes underneath it. Mm-hmm. She puts her foot on stage, turns around, removes her his um, there. trench coat. Yes. Oh no. It, yes. Sorry. Yes. Yep. Got her you. Her husband's trench coat. Yes. And shows that in fact she is wearing her um, bodice. Yeah, like lingerie, like this sort of Moulin Rouge low rent Moulin Rouge lingerie. Yeah. Removes her wig. And takes a bow. Yeah. And I'm like, that really annoyed me because I saw you like two years ago and you had a polo neck on. Like, yeah. At what point did you put on this lingerie in the story of the show? Did Were you always wearing it? So at which point do you remove the clothes that you're wearing? Like, what's the wig? What's happening? I don't understand. I didn't understand that reveal. No. Because we've had gender play prior to it. Mm. So it, it can't be that surely because that's already been... Is it, is it, is it, look, um, all the time you're at the body shop getting unholy, little did you know that, that your own wife is a little stunner. Yeah, and secretly I'm also getting unholy. Also getting unholy. But like, it, but it, being unholy, just wearing lingerie. Yeah, I, I wanted something more. If it's like, ah, she's on it too. Like, she's also, oh, it's, if it's like, I mean, because I've been calling her she, her. Yeah. Because I feel that's how she's presenting. For most of the... Well, yeah, for all of the video. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't know about the form. I don't know how they identify. I don't know if there's meant to be some sort of reveal that actually, oh, this is like a kinky game that they've played between them and we've misunderstood I thinking think I, that I, she's in the dark. Mm. But those are the lyrics of the song. I, I, th- I think that's a massive overthink. Yeah, I think I'm giving it more credit. Um. So, yeah, I felt the musical, the video, which is what we're here to discuss... Yes. Was a bit of a dry hump. Yeah, I know. I, I, it promised so much, mm. and 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 didn't deliver. But the music, yeah, I very much enjoyed. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a shame, really, mm. because you could do something really dark and twisted with it. Yeah, and you didn't have to show it. I mean, obviously, you know, this isn't pornography. I suppose you know, if we showed that to my like my nan, who's ninety seven, she might find it quite transgressive. Yeah, but again, don't we set the bar a little higher? Well, this is my point. Yes, I, I'm. I'm I mean, I always think, is it not quite easy to shock you now? I think you'd be surprised. I'm not... 97 years old, she's seen a lot. No, no, she wouldn't be scandalised at all. I once sat in between my nan and my grandfather and watched that scene in Closer. I went to the Rep... Yeah, I went to the Rep to see it and watched that. Oh, it was the theatre, it was fine. The stripping, yeah. Not the stripping, no, the the dripping wet cunt bit and all that kind of stuff. You know, they do a... two, Two men, one pretending to be a... The two men in it, oh, one okay. of them pretends and to be female, the, the other, yeah. and they have back back and forth sex chat, and it was mm. printed onto a <laughs> an yeah, enormous yeah. Oh, screen. Yeah, I, saw that. I saw the show as well. Yeah, and it was, it was a difficult one to sit in between your grandparents for, yeah, I'll be honest with you. So I'm not saying that she'd be massively shocked, but she'd probably... She'd probably ask, you know, the way that, and I'll happily, I'll freely admit, you know, post edit that I've struggled at times using correct pronouns with certain people during this during this review. So, you know, my struggling, I suspect my nan would have questions about what the reveal was at the end, I've and that kind. Well, this is it. So, haven't See, we all? I would also say that I had a realization. You know, one of those things that as you get older, you're like, oh, I get it. Like, I realized that the reason, possibly a lot of the time, because when I was a kid and adults were weird about sex things around me. Like, you know, if I'd been the grandparent in that dripping wet cunt scene, yeah. I'd have felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Now, the young person who I was with would assume that's because I'm repressed. Mm. And I find the idea of a dripping wet cunt shocking. Yes. No, the reality is, in the company of somebody the generation below me, I'm made uncomfortable by their presence in this sexual scenario because it feels, it, it's inappropriate. Yes. Like, actually, as the adult, of the older person, you're supposed to not have intimate sexual 
connections. Yeah. Like, that's the awkwardness. And at the time, as a child, I would have assumed, it's like, oh, because they're so repressed, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. actually, I'm, you know, I'm cool with sex and I'll never be like that. And I find myself being like that with young people because I'm like, no, it's massively inappropriate for me to have a situation which is sexually explicit, even in words, with someone who's 20 years younger than me. That is just inappropriate. Mm. So it's that. So I'm, I don't know whether your name would be genuinely shocked. No, no, or no. whether your presence would render it uncomfortable for you. Yes, perhaps, perhaps. I suppose I, I was grasping for my, for my... I was just trying to think Sorry, of... No, 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 no. I, I, I suppose I kind of think to myself that, that that content would have been shocking on a music video back in the early days, back when Tattoo had a lesbian kiss through a, oh, through a yeah. chain-link fence, and that was deemed shocking. Mm. It's that kind of stuff, isn't it? We're talking 25, 30 years ago shocking rather than, for goodness sake, you know, when uh, WAP came out and everything, and there's mm. just so much more... There's so much ruder stuff and darker stuff out there as well. Yeah, and also you're right. The the thing, the premise of this song is not something hot, something sexual. It's something unholy. Yeah, it's we're supposed yeah. to be seeing something genuinely transgressive, sinful. And, yeah, like, and is that just a a sort of lingerie? Mm. Yeah, because like, be? I mean, if 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 that's the the bar, you know, for 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 sinful, it's almost. Uh, um, once a Catholic sort of stuff, isn't it? You know. Yeah, and also, yeah, it's just it. It feels very sort of. It's just not very creative. It's not very imaginative. So, what are we going to give Unholy? Um, b- because we're a music video yeah. review podcast, two music two stars, video. two stars for me. I liked it more the more I watched it, and I think it's harmless. If not, like, so three is your average. Yeah. Any less than three, I'm like, no, this is like actively bad. Yeah. This does harm more than two, and like this does good. Yeah. So I'm going to give this a three because I think it does nothing. Fair enough. Well, there we yeah. go then. Um, after the break, we'll um, have a look at A Girls Do It Again. Hello, listener. We are back. We had a very interesting break, didn't we? we talked about. French musical entertainer Le Petamain. We did. Whose um, whose whose act probably sounds better than this podcast. Actually, probably <laughs> half an I mean, hour of him. If we performing. could get him to guest, if he wasn't quite so dead, then uh, yeah, if we could get him on. I mean, Le Petamain, if you're not podcast. dead and you are listening, uh, which neither of which is the case, do get in touch. Please. Our DMs are open. <laughs> no, I want a voice note. <laughs> Uh, so, Tom, we're going to our second music video now. Oh, we oh, do. Yeah, which is it going to be as good slash disappointing as the first? I I don't think so, personally. Spoiler. Okay, okay, okay. What is it? It's called Do It Again, and it's by a, full stop, girl. Listen, I wish you could see him having to look at his notes to remember. For some, you know, we've just got like a blank about something. You just slice of your brain. Do it again. Do it again. So, do it again. So what happens in the music video, Tom? It begins. We see a girl wearing pink in her dreadlocks, which matches her lipstick, looking at her nails in what appears to be a kind of warehouse. Mm. It's very dark, mm-hmm. foreboding, I would say. Yeah, it's very atmospheric, brooding, a, a mournful, threatening. Quite a mournful piano plays. Mm-hmm. As the camera pulls out and around, we see her other hand is atrophied in a way, and has a kind of black talons that are mm. extending from her hand down to the floor her right hand takes on like a not not a tripod a kind of quad pod mm. you know like it it looks like they've kind of calcified yeah it's very it's like if you've ever watched the um, day of the tripods so it's quite unsettling 
it is unsettling. It has a definite horror vibe. This 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 music video. Th- then again, crash cut to an orange gloved hand, and it ain't a marigold. It's you. a it's a tight PVC latex, latex mm. glove, skin tight latex covered across again a girl's face. Mm-hmm. Um. Totally covering her mouth and her nose and sort of her, the fingers are splayed around her eyes. Her singing begins as she drags her black-tipped fingers across the floor and mm. sparks flash and so on. We're moving beyond, oh, I have nails to look pretty, into the, they, they're a sort of symbolic talon, they're a weapon, they're a USB stick. They are, they're symbolising something other than, I've got pretty nails. Yes, because her other hand has a, a sort of manicured nails on it except those get changed later on then a strange welding helmeted sort of now i've said cenobites because i watched hellraiser recently yes, over dinner yeah we did but these strange cenobites sort of... and eight are delicious yeah, yeah it's it lovely <laughs> it's, these a- apparitions appear uh they are wearing like welding helmets and they gradually approach her one of them i thought at first it was incredibly long dreadlocks wrapped around but i think it's mm. chains actually and they're sort of what, what did you think they were? I be, I don't know what they are. What it's got is that kind of semi-mech, semi-biological... It's almost like, say, nanobots, that this has been built by machines but on a small scale. A bit like, if you've ever seen any of the Transformers, the second time I've ever seen this night... You just love Michael a, Bay, don't you? I'm all about Michael Bay. Well, you know, it's he's... he's He's more complex than people give him credit for. Um, the <laughs> that's, for that's for our other podcast listeners. <laughs> The idea of this sort of unsettling biological machine that you could have something that replicated itself but without that spark of life mm-hmm. is that's very horrifying to us because like the machine has become sentient is like terrifying. So I think it had again that feeling of this is like a machine that grows itself. It's interesting that you took this kind of mechanical thing from it. This is another thing I really liked about it. This is a, I don't want to say low budget video, but it makes incredible use of the budget that it has. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. It doesn't look low budget, does it? incredibly good, but when you look at what they're actually doing, you're like, this this requires skill, not money. Totally agree. So you could shoot it in a day in a warehouse. Yeah, which which I dare say Mm. is what they did. But but it has a real polished look. And at times Mm. it really does have the appearance of, of some pretty well you know pretty well funded horror films i'd yeah, say yeah because you know the technology is there to make you it's got that shallow depth of field like which makes it look like it's been shot on film you can put a filter on that even though it, you know you could shoot that on an iphone yes you could so it doesn't require money to make it look like that what it requires is imagination skill and knowing what you're doing which it completely has i totally agree we get a shot where the the sort of mech cenobite people are kind of like fighting or struggling with each other while while a girl like reclines in the foreground it's got a very i mean i felt i don't know okay so i felt it had a 90s aesthetic from it uh-huh so she's got she's wearing these like straight skirts clumpy shoes there's like a there's a real 90s vibe going on but i didn't and again that made me think of sort of the matrix kind of thing but I don't know, basically. Is that because I'm familiar with 90s fashion? So when I see something that looks like it, I'm like, like basically, is this me seeing it or is that it existing? Well, I can't answer that for you, Imogen. Yeah, that's true. No. Well, you're younger than me. If you say it looks really OOs to me. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I agree with you. But she has a 90s aesthetic, doesn't she? Mm. I, I, I think. I think that's what young people are looking like these yeah, days. That's the thing I worry that I look around and go, oh, everything looks really 90s. And it's like, not everything looks really 90s, right, Harris? 
<laughs> now, what did you think to this? A, a cross appears at one point. It's in kind of the, the, the spark that I mentioned earlier mm. becomes almost like a welding a welding mm. spark, and it it does a cross, and then insects crawl over her good hand, the hand that isn't a, a sort of talon mm. thing. Um, I, I I wondered at this point, it, you know, the song is called "Do It Again." I remembered it that time. Well done. I barely got, looked at his notes. Listen, I I got this I got this sense of inertia, repetition. Everything staying the same, mm. decay. I, I I wondered if if basically the the song is a relationship that's just that's just been is is stale Ooh, and okay. and is tepid and do it again, love me again, that 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 mm. kind of thing. Let's go back to what we know. Yeah. Let's repeat you know, our familiar they're, patterns. They're, Let's they're just two, comfort each other. Yeah, they're two corpses in love rotting together because that's you know. I never actually considered what I thought the song might be about beyond that. That, I mean, I mean, I I didn't think it was a massive leap just because it's it's even called mm. "Do It Again." <laughs> That's but true, I, but that could be a positive thing. Or yeah. A negative thing. Yeah. Do it again. It was great. It's like, uh, again, again, you see, you, you you've taken a slightly mech thing from the the mm. the look. I I I took a kind of atrophied flesh and atrophied bone and like dry mm. decay and rot from it. Yes, I mean, I also took when you talk about the sparks and things. I also took um a kind of um flash dance from it. Okay, with the Which, welding helmets. With the welding helmets yeah. and the sparks. Yeah. And, and also it does have a very like R&B, like classic R&B sultry Absolutely. vibe going on. It's a, like it's a classic 90s R&B track. Yep, uh, definitely. She holds a knife, much like, Nick, much like Nikki. I also noted this. Knives, that this is a thing. Yes. Is this a thing? Write in and tell us, listener, if you know <laughs> that this is a thing that the young people are into. Now, next up, we get a look at a little tattoo that's on her neck. Oh, save me. You see, my first reading of that was shave me. <laughs> and I thought that, hmm, no, hang on. You're right. It is It is save see, me. What that made me think Save of me from this boring, repetitious relationship. But sorry, mm. go on. Well, because there's a there's a thing which I'm sure you, you know, listener, because you have your finger on the pulse of the popular zeitgeist, of having a do not resuscitate ta- uh, tattoo on your chest. Ooh. Which is a sort of, can be, I mean, I'm not saying this is not genuine wishes, but the idea that, you know, when the EMTs rip your shirt apart to apply the paddles to save your life, they see you that and put yes. your wishes do not resuscitate across your chest. Right. I don't believe it's medically binding. I, I, I think that people will still apply the paddles. Um, I don't know. Do you know Are what? Are you saying there's a tattoo artist know. out there on the make, on the fiddle? Uh, I think it's, um. what's the word? I think it's like... Uh, an artistic statement rather than a medical document. Yeah, no, I think I'd go um, along with that. It's pretty extreme because presumably you're getting the the tattoo and you're in good health, are you? I mean, I, probably. I imagine you're feeling maybe sad. So, in all fairness, if not having one means resuscitate, then not having one is fine. Because I'm now thinking, fuck, do I need to get one that says no, no, no? The assumption Christ is resus- Jesus, comma, well, that's resuscitate. When she has please me on that place where people yes. might have do not resuscitate. Yeah. That that is a genuine plea to be saved, like to to sort of to counteract that. That's just what I thought. It was such just a quiet little, you know, that you know that the awful lot of these videos on Instagram of uh, 
oh, did you know that if a girl walks up to you into a bar and says banana seven times and makes a hand signal, that means that she's just been sexually da da da. You need to take her outside. Oh, and okay, leave no, me to me. but then I don't go on TikTok. There, there are lots of. There are... Oh, I know this to like go up to the bar and ask for Angela. But yeah, that is yeah. A genuine see, thing. But no, no, no. That, do, see, that's the one I, I knew. But there are lots of other ones which demonstrate this happening about you oh, know okay. uh, like watch this encounter and you watch a, a, what appears to be a perfectly innocuous encounter and then you notice that the girl is secretly sort of gesticulating with her hand. Okay, no, that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, except except. I think they're trading on the idea of secret codes rather than oh, rather okay, than actual. Okay. Is this like misinformation? Yeah, ra- rather than like actual a desire to protect yeah. women from. But anyway, I mean, I mean, we're we're straying massively from the point. Okay. This is my fault. No, no, um, that's fine. Uh, she gets uh, sort of chained and welded to the wall or to, to mm. a pipe at one point, and it ends with her surrounded by. I'm going to keep calling them the Cenobites. Yeah, the She's surrounded by them. And it and it ends and it says it was directed by verses. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. What, what was your take home from this movie? Um, in conjunction with the song, I quite like the song. I think she's got a mm-hmm, lovely voice, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lovely velvety voice. Yeah. And I don't know whether you see sometimes what you've got to take into account is what you've just watched or or the frame of mind that you're in. Mm. It just hit the right spot for me when I watched oh, it. No, fair I enough. I enjoyed it. I don't think it's anything spectacular. However, I think it's uh, it looks really high end. I think it conveys something of a sort of... Again, my personal take home was that this woman is stuck in a repetitious circle of do it again, do it again, and that mm. she wants to be extracted from it but can't be and is literally being kind of stuck and, and like mm. like tethered to this dying, decaying relationship. And I thought it conveyed that very well. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a, it's not going to you know change the world or anything, but I liked it. Yeah, how, no, I how about you? Well, I think there, there is... Because, you know, generally we... When I'm listening to music, I'm listening to it and I'm not looking at it. And if something catches my eye, then I'll, you know, go and look yep, at the music video. Yep. That's how we both operate. When you send me the videos, the first thing I do is I watch the video. But then I also make an effort to just listen to it just without the visuals. So with Unholy, I liked it a lot more without the visuals. Yes. I was like, without the visuals, it's like a hooky, sexy track. It's fine. I don't object to it. The music video is is not just not adding something; it's actually taking something. Yes, away it does. From it, my it, it, it detracts. I totally agree. And I felt with this one that my enjoyment—I enjoyed the track by itself, and I enjoyed it extra more with the mm. video. So it like yeah. built on it. But I agree with you. Like, I, I liked it. I liked it. It was fine. Yeah. So, what score would you give it? Quickly before we do that, I will oh, tell sorry. you a bit about her because she's oh, she's, a little, she's a little interesting. So um, she's Australian. And I now regret drinking what I've drunk because I'm about to say her name. Okay, it's okay. You get as many goes as you need. I can't read your handwriting. Stop pointing to that. I'm not asking. I'm not expecting you to. I'm I'm, so I'm bracing myself. (laughs) (laughs) So her name is Hinanui Tarangi Taraya. Uh, She's from Sydney. In Aust- you say that again, but not like it's a question. <laughs> She's from Sydney in Australia. Uh, she performed on X Factor at the age of 13. Okay. Did very well. well and, bad for uh, everybody, but well done and, her for uh, surviving it. And, 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 uh, and also um, Australia's Got Talent. Oh, God. Uh, which must be a thin offering. Ha, 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 Sorry. Does it count? I mean, it's all Simon Cowell. Oh, indeed, indeed. She performed in groups called Unique, which I thought was, I mean... How was that spelled? That's funny. It's spelled uh, the way that one spells the word Unique. that's better. Okay, I've got more respect for the... (laughs) Oh, you do think it was just U-N-Q or something, like... I think it could just be, you know, a string of of symbols. (laughs) Yeah. The, the, the The other group that she was in, Trill... Because birds trill, they don't do, they? They do, and you can do a trill. So, 
That's a trill. Um, I wonder if that that was their Australia's Got Talent bit. Which they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh my god, the major dog look. Right. I'm afraid it's a no from me. Basically, you know when you like have to name something or like. And you put like twenty words together. That's right. And you just go down oh, them, and you just like this, this, this trill. We've got warble, right? We've got warble. We've Screech. got quail. Quail's like a bird, but also a noise, isn't it? No, no, right. Uh, Burbling. Trill. Squawk. Go, and go back one. One. Trill. trill. Done. Done. Trill. Trill. Fill. Yeah. Trill. Right. I'll go and tell the girls. We've got a cracking name for you. What? Right, I'm not afraid of accents. Does not, does not. I can do like three words, but then it kind of tails oh, off, you know. Kick, oh, Christ, oh, you're flaming the... galore. Um, this is horrendously racist. My friend, my friend Van. I, I explained to her my insight into into Australian mm. like culture and heritage was neighbours. Oh yeah, she was horrified. It's a it's a minor soap over there. It's a massive cultural phenomenon to us. Like Kylie Minogue. Massive star. Jason Donovan, Natalie Imbruglia, like all of the big massive fucking deals to us. Australia, very much not so much. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. how, you know, Hasselhoff, big deal in Germany. Though I think that is overstated. I don't think the majority of I think of a lot about like that man is Hasselhoff. overstated. Yeah. If I'm honest. Right, yes, no, so anyway, so I would give it a th- it's it is again, it l- let's say Okay. Some of my threes are You've got a three and you're lucky. Yeah. This is very much a a, a very good three. Yeah, it's a high three. Yeah, I, a high I three. I give it a three. Like, it's it's fine. If my if the boundaries which I set last time were, do you make the world worse, do you make the world better, do you make the world the same, it's got to be a three. It's a three. The world's the same. What a, what a wonderful time. way to live your life as well, Imogen. Well, you know, I used to think I wanted to make the world a better place. Now mm-hmm. I just will settle for doing no harm. Okay. Yeah. Is the world... <laughs> worse when I finish doing my job which you know I worked in places where it was or is it broadly speaking the same now I'm done I um, yeah I'll settle for the same in a, a conversation with friends once about um uh the fact how how, how, how unfair it is that male genitalia has so many adjectives that you can use that are complimentary yes you know, I, I, you, you can imagine them listener yep. um, your own top five. But, but how unfortunate it is that there aren't that many adjectives mm. or at least you have to kind of think about them so i you know yeah how would one compliment a lady on her vulva uh, exactly hard to do um neat comes up okay obviously uh, a friend of mine once said um it's not really not really an adjective let's see delicious is a very good one yeah uh, a, a friend of mine came up with it's not really an adjective but it's uh, uh soft like a pony's nose Okay, yeah. Which I think is fantastic. Mm. Um, but one of another friend of mine really it troubled her the question, mm. and it's she troubling. she came up with innocuous. Yeah, you all of them are about being small, cute. I thought that was so sad. No, they're not active. It's a passive thing. With exactly. All the praise that you have for males. Yes, is it proud and, and like tumescent and yeah, yeah, and and barge like yeah, 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 intimidating. Yeah, yeah. And if anything, a little scary. <laughs> yeah. like, these are all. Yeah, it's all about the thing it does. Whereas it's innocuous. So, innocuous. So, 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 sort so, of fine, I guess. Yeah, but, like, but, but that's kind of what you're saying, which is, mm. you know, you once had 
you know, hopes of making a difference. And now, in a way, you just hope you didn't make it worse. Yeah, so I used to compare my career to uh, male's genitals. Yes. Now I compare it to female's genitals. Yeah. And that tells me a lot about late-stage capitalism and misogyny. Thank you so much for listening to Flat Pop, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Thank you for joining us. Uh, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, esteemed non-binary listeners. um, Those two. uh, As if there were two. (laughs) Double O! So, whoever you are, whoever you identify, we are delighted to have had you with us. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Hopefully, see you next time. Bye-bye. listening to flat pop if you liked it please tell your friends family and strangers or don't and pass our opinions off as your own give us a follow on twitter and on instagram as flat pop pod unarguably the best part of the podcast our music comes courtesy of gareth cooper thanks gareth see you next time